Hello. Welcome to the second most popular podcast in Jaro. So that's going to be like the intro you want to do. Yeah, that's why I said it. Oh, oh, right, right. You're just recording. Yeah, well, no, that, that's just like it's getting. You know, I edited out the conversation. Like, no, no, keep it in, keep it in. It's real. Um, what even this bit right now? Even this bit right now. Um, what's that noise? Can you hear mumbling or something? Uh, it's coming from there, from Kim's hatch. You want, you want to open it up? Circle jerks. Ah. Call it. We are done with the seas. It's been a week. You can you can stop now. Oh, but I've had a hundred more. Do you think the I actually had a few more? If that's I didn't okay. have. Can oh. I? Can I just? Can I just finish my list? Yeah. No. <laughs> How long okay. Right. It? Well, I'm going to finish the list anyway. Cindy Lauper. Oh, you know what? I never even thought of her. Oh, hey. no, 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 we're done. Cindy Lauper. That, that, that's the end. It. That's the end. It. Oh, no, Cassandra. After Cindy Lauper, nobody else needs to be Bye. 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 Hill. Bye, it was nice speaking to you, lads. Right, me and Kim are going to go now. Yeah, yeah. No, bye. See you next week. See you next See week. week. Bye. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. Come back, come back, come back. We've got a new episode. I've just got myself at the door. Yeah. Well, it's not my fault you, you, you didn't uh, go home after last week's episode. We did. Me and Kim have been locked in that latch for a week. That's your fault. Just <laughs> shouting bad memories at each other. Yeah, did. I remember making a Craig David Cabbage at one point. Ooh. Yeah, it was quite nice. And I heard you had Jarrah Elvis on the other night, um, Drew. Oh, lies. Lies. It's all lies. Oh, we heard from the latch, didn't we? Aye, we did. We heard. And we had the local Betty, Betty bike round here the other night. So don't like we Drew. Yeah, we heard. We heard. You heard nothing. You weren't here. Um, right. Um, if you're tuning in again, God help you. Right. Okay, um, guys. Guys, hold on. Just come through. Just come through. Do it. Do it. Oh, right. Come on. Sorry, gasping for a fart. Uh, it's gasping for a cigarette. Oh, better not say that word. <laughs> right. See you in a bit. Oh, you know. Now, instantly, you've got me wanting a cigarette. You bastard. You got one there? No. Oh. Why did you want one? No, I don't mind the smell of them though. Right. What's happening then? What's the plans? Right. So, uh, I've got my topic I'm going to talk about. So, there's that. Mm -hmm. um, I did originally plan to talk about the Antarctic pyramids that you mentioned last week. Uh, and then during the night, so, like, like with, you know, about 10 hours ago or so, probably even less than 10 hours ago, another topic entered my head instead. You mean you were on TikTok? No, actually. No. no? Was it bad speaking with C? Oh, no. What? <laughs> Anyways, right? I've got a list here. It goes Castellian, Cassia Pope, Cast the Castaways, Cast. Oh, no, no, right. We're on D now. We're on D now. Oh, right. Oh. Well, it's that's been a shot week. 
it's been a oh, week. Uh, D block, you're up. Uh, no, it's not time yet. It's not time yet. It's not time yet. Fuck's sake. I'm stubbing out my fucking cigarette as well. I'll have to light a new one now. <laughs> oh, um, I should imagine Craig's got a top five, five, five this week. No. No. Uh, Kim, are you doing your seven hats this week? I'm on a fucking cigarette break. Fuck off. He's on a cigarette break. <laughs> Rachel, looks like it's on you. Well, hang on, hang on. Have you got anything planned for this week? Always. So, no. Yeah, at the end. Well, no, at the end. Do, do we have any fan mail? Yes, at the end. I always go last. Well, I know you always go last, but it doesn't to stop you from being asked whether or not you've got anything planned. See, you asked me. Just you start asked... the fucking music. Then. I'm trying, I'm trying. We'll get the key. I am using the key. Got the one. Yeah, there we go. Welcome back to Drusifer's Believe It or Not. Oh, believe it or not, guys, there was an assassination assassination attempt on Barack Obama back in 2013. And the the reason for that assassination attempt actually had nothing to do with Obama. It was for a totally different, absolutely petty reason. So like I said, April 2013, and the FBI and Secret Service raid this guy's house. Uh, I think it was called Eric Calvert. No, Kevin Curtis. Where the hell did they get Eric Calvert from? No, it's Kevin Curtis. And the guy is a janitor, an Elvis impersonator, uh, and conspiracy theorist. So, two out of three in bad. I'm all shut up. Uh, as he's on his way down his driveway, he gets tackled by the FBI and the Secret Service. But, as he's walking down the driveway, he's actually got his dog with him. Uh, like a chihuahua cross with something else. He'll never guess what his dog was called. Obama. Moo Cow. Oh. Uh, what, what a name to call your dog. Moo Cow. It's so moving, isn't it? Ah. Uh, I'll put it on that one. But yeah, so... Uh, so the FBI and S S uh, the FBI and Secret Service tackle him to the ground as he tries to run away, haul him off to interrogation. But um, Kevin, not the dog, by the way, just to clarify, that they're not interrogating Mo Cow. Kevin, Kevin Watson. No, Kevin Curtis. No, Kevin Watson's dead, oh, isn't he? I think so. That, 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 that's, that's something for Richie's corner right now. Um, and what? And during the interrogation, Kevin's trying to. Uh, figure out what the fuck it is that he's done that's warranted the fbi and secret service tackling him in his in his driveway and hauling him off to some secret site you know and but also during the com the interrogation they're trying to steer him towards confessing to what he did did, did you hear that it's yeah 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 see you there Ken. all right yeah guys 
Oh, I was just... oh right, you're back. You're back. Yeah, okay. yeah, back, back, back. I was just saying hi to Ken. All right, go on. Help me through the hatch. Go on. What well, well, Ken? Ken, you're going to help me through the hatch, and I'll tell you, because I need to get through the hatch to do the hatch thing. Right? Come on, help me through the servant hatch. Oh, go on, Richie. Right, Richie, right, 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 Okay. So yeah, so as I said, the FBI and Secret Service were trying to guide Kevin to <laughs> to confessing to what he'd done. And eventually the conversation goes a bit like this. You hurt a lot of people, Kevin, with what you did. Is it with hurt them how? Like when you poisoned them with ricin. But I don't even like rice. What? You can search my house all you want. There is no rice in my house. And that's when the FBI and Secret Service are like, we might have the wrong person. You know, because he doesn't know what rice is. But that's why, do you know what rice is? Yeah? Do you guys know what rice is? Well, I'm a fucking scientist, supposedly, so yeah. Exactly, so you, so, so, so you know what it is. Craig, you know what ricin is? It's a delicious dessert, uh, dessert be, uh, made by Muller. Muller ricin. Mm. So no, yeah. he doesn't. Muller ricin, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, Craig's right. That's what, yeah. that's what I was thinking as well. Oh. Well, so yeah, ricin is a poison. But rice is Kevin's poison. Actually, no, that, that, that's, that, that's the wrong way around without saying. Anyway, never mind. Um... So they're like, okay, so Kevin, do you have any enemies? And he's like, yes, I do have an enemy. That enemy turns out to be none other than local local Taekwondo instructor, wannabe rock and roll frontman, and political aspirationist. Um, Can't remember the guy's name now. But basically some shit had gone down a few years prior between Kevin and the Taekwondo instructor and feelings were hurt and I can't can't remember the details off the top of my head now about what exactly went on between the two but it boiled down to Kevin leaving a negative comment on the other guy's Facebook put on one of the other guy's Facebook posts And he was that and he was that hurt and upset by Kevin's comment on the post that he decided that he was gonna poison um a judge, uh one of the local senators and President Obama with Ryson, but frame Kevin for it. Mm-hmm. So it's like on all on all of the um, like packages or letters that had been sent out with the ricin inside, he'd actually put Kevin's name and address on as the return address. Oh, right. <laughs> so he sends her out. I mean, the the, the judge got poisoned. Uh, I think I think the senator got poisoned. They both survived. They did both survive. Neither of them died. Uh, and the one to Obama was, you know, intercepted 
as any male that the president is, to make sure that no one's trying to assassinate him through the through the post. Um, so yeah, so they intercepted. So like I said, the the judge and the senator got poisoned but survived. The letter to Obama got intercepted. They saw the return address on all the pa on all the letters or packages, and went arrest and arrested Kevin. Um, but yeah. It all came out because Kevin left a comment that upset somebody. So that person went and tried to kill the president and and blame Kevin for it. See, that's the dangers of the internet. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. You know, because people are just... Fuck. Yeah. Not the word I was going to use, but yeah, but, but people are just... Arseholes, keyboard warriors, and social justice warriors, and but more importantly, snowflakes. Drews. No, no, snowflakes. No, I prefer Drews. So, uh, yeah. That, that was interesting. So, yeah, so I mean, and that is a true story. There is no conspiracy theory behind it that this is all like a true event that happened in April 2013. Mm. So I just thought I'd throw it out there, you know, and just sort of like to do amuse you with it. Yeah, I'll have to. It actually reminds me I'm going to forget some racing. It's just not in me cover, I don't know. But I'm bumch. No, but there is another topic I would have a little conversation about, all four of us. Uh, have any. Yeah, guys, are you there? Is it about. Um... The pyramids of Bosnia, because you haven't mentioned that one yet. Oh, no, hey, I'm, did I'm, someone I'm, say the pyramids of Bosnia? No, no, I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not ready for that yet. Uh, I still need to do a bit more uh, digging on 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 the pyramids of Bosnia. That's for another episode. No, um, have any of you heard of the hollow moon theory? Yes, obviously. <laughs> Craig, Kim, have you heard of the hollow moon theory? Kim, it's Kimbo. What are you on about? Kimbo. Oh, I didn't realize it was Kimbo with us this week. Yeah, it always is. It's Kimbo's scientific heart, which seemingly is always open now. Apparently. Even yeah. though I was just looking on it. So the hollow moon theory is a theory by someone who I don't know, but apparently that the moon was put there by two aliens. Um, yep. It was to control Earth um, because the moon isn't the right size and stuff. It doesn't really make sense. So what they've done is hollowed it out like an egg and it's some kind of alien uh, spaceship, kind of, and it uh, watches over Earth, apparently. And apparently NASA fired a rocket at it and it ran for an hour or something. That's just all what I've heard. Do I believe it? Eh. The, yeah, I mean, that's basically what I've heard, there is another matter that, um... Anti-matter. <laughs> no, no, not anti-matter, just matter. Anti-matter. Anti-matter. Um... Now, have you noticed that the creators that are on the moon, all of them seem like only... I think it's like... only... the impact... the impact depth never seems to go past like a certain depth thing. Like, you look at the size of the crater from the impact and it doesn't match up, uh, but the depth doesn't match up with the rest of the size of the crater. You would expect it, it to be deeper than what it is. Like, but like say, 
the, the door crater is deeper than, I don't know, say 10 meters. I mean, that's probably not the right number. Uh, but like, say, no crater is deeper than 10 meters, no matter how many miles across it is. And what the thing is, is that it wasn't just a case of they hollowed the moon out, but it's more like the, there's like a superstructure there covered in. Like, cheese. Yeah, cheese. It's well more fat than cheese. But it was like, but like the structure was then covered in like yeah. the rocks and the dust and, and, and space dust and what have you to make it look like it's a, a natural celestial body. When in fact, it's not. It, and that's why the density of it, like it, it, it's um, the gravitational effect it was having on Earth, doesn't match up with its size. Because oh, wait, it's lads, like, lads, lads, just oh wait, uh, you need some rice in. Just out of about the about your pasta. Right, no, okay. I haven't got any pasta. No, you're the one. I've got, with no, I've got no pasta. You know. Yeah. Okay. Get the rice in. Then the FBI kick the door in. <laughs> FBI, open up! <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that that's an additional bit I've heard is that it's um, it's you know, basically a space station, you know, like the Death Star or something. Yeah, basically. You know, it's um, but it's like there's. If you want more information on this, um, keep listening. David Ike does a one. Oh yes, David Ike. Um, I think it's the Moon Matrix or something. The theory. I think I might have just been about to get into that. Because the whole thing about reincarnation is that apparently when according to you, when we die, where consciousness is uploaded to the moon. We're in a prison planet, apparently. Aye, a prison planet. We we'll just then, get reincarnated. Yes. So, yeah, where our consciousness is uploaded to the moon and then downloaded back to Earth every, whenever a new baby's born. And, um... Imagine that. Mad. It explain a lot. What about you, Kimball? What have you What have you heard about the um, Hollow Moon theory or anything dealing with any theories dealing with the moon? Uh, the only fucking thing I know is that I need to fire my fucking manager. Where the fuck did they get scientists on a fucking conspiracy theory show? That's the only thing I can think. <laughs> my brain is fried. The moon is moon. I mean, in terms of the meteors, from a scientific point of view, uh, it's like a sandbox. You keep throwing something at it and throwing something down. You need something really big if you want to get into the proper center part of the moon. And the fact of the matter is, is that scientifically speaking, we haven't drilled too far actually down into the moon itself. We, I think, I think we've drilled further into Mars than we've actually drilled into the moon. Uh, I'm not 100% sure of that, but I believe uh, that is true. I mean, even when you think about it, like when the comet hit, then. Like wipe the dinosaurs out and stuff. Mm -hmm. It didn't exactly like like split the planet in half. It, That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just impacted and then like I think this it was is what's really interesting about uh, I think it's Chachapulo or whatever it is. Uh, it's named after the region of Mexico where they actually found the uh, crater itself, and it's absolutely just it's crazy for the simulations that they've run. And actually showing like what it would have happened like in the first ten minutes. You're like if you were there when it actually hit, boom, you're mm -hmm. dead. You're just vaporized by the light and the intense heat. If you're then out in the next layer of layer, you've got seconds to live and you're dead. And then if you're in the extra layer, you're maybe gonna start to get fried or a little bit toasted, but then you're dead like that. 
and also if you're further away you sort of get deafened because of the loudness of the actual sort of asteroid hitting but if you're on the other side of the world daily life for about the next six or eight hours or so you know oh. at best sorry kim i went there um i went there like brush me nose and i accidentally punched myself at the bottom of my nose and it clicked i didn't even know there was a bone there no it's, gr it's gristle Oh, sorry, yeah. Scientifically, that's gristle. Your nose is gristle. Oh, yeah. that, that's why. That's why you can. If someone breaks your nose, you know, you can just like snap it back and play. This bit yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The entirety of your nose is gristle, which is why when you look at a part, human scroll, scientifically scroll, speaking, it's, no, it's like the two so like it's like fucking Voldemort. Because it's just gristle. Oh, well, they hurt anyway. Well, well. Uh, there's another thing. To just finish off on uh, the asteroid, whatever it is, I forget how to pronounce it properly. There is, there's loads of great simulations on it. I'd recommend just checking them out because you just see how intense it would have been. You know, if you like think, well, what if I was in Jara and it landed and hit me? You'd realize, oh shit, I'd maybe probably have a couple hours to live, or maybe I might survive if I got a bunker. But there, that it wasn't actually the sort of biggest, the biggest. Well, that was the biggest of the biggest. The second biggest one, I think the reckon was in South Africa, and it did a hell of a lot of sort of similar damage as well, and it affected Earth and uh, in many different ways, or at least it did sort of like that sort of part of the world, which would have been well, still millions of years ago, because you're talking about the sort of the uh, the Great Bombardment period where there's loads of asteroids just landing and raining down. I mean, that's why the moon's got so many craters on it. Great Bombardment, it still gets hit all the time anyway. Uh, I mean, the the moon like really sort of like, protects me from a lot of asteroids because it, it takes it, the impact. It, it's just like a local vacuum cleaner, and Jupiter is basically the solar system's vacuum cleaner because it's so big like that. I was just going to mention Jupiter doing the same thing. Yeah, Jupiter is the solar system's vacuum cleaner, whereas Earth has its own little vacuum cleaner in the moon. It can help, but Earth does have a bigger pool than the actual moon itself. But you'd have to be, I suppose, within the bigger attraction there. And then it would be depending on where the moon is spinning around the Earth and how that future orbits are going to affect it. Most things that though usually do come around and sort of hit the Earth, you tend to just come down and whoop, and you know, it's like a quick in and out, you know, whipping out and away. So no. they're in the solar system, they get whipped out of the solar system like that. Although they usually have a sort of uh, a steady orbit, if you will, that's sort of already known. And, there's a piece of, I think, the Saturn. Uh, I believe it's part of one of the Saturn rockets, and it's uh, in like a permanent orbit of Earth like that. And it comes, it's sort of, it recently, a couple of years ago, I believe, it came back into a sort of a rough orbit, and now it's been chucked out about, chucked out away again, and it will All come right. back into orbit in Earth uh, in a few years' time or something like that. Because when they first sort of detected it, they're like, "What the hell? This thing's entirely white. This is crazy. What? What? What is this like?" life like that and then they sort of did the trajectories and like oh hold on a second <laughs> that's probably <laughs> a piece of saturn 5 a saturn 5 rocket because it's white and of course saturn 5 is made, uh, predominantly white and now we leave so much junk up on up in space like don't worry we're polluting with rivers you know we've got more landfill sites but no that wasn't enough then we had to start dumping shit in space as well I think I think there's like actually like parts of spacesuits like the spare gloves or whatever that have somehow managed to escape out in airlock or something. <laughs> you know, they're a bit. You know, just, you know, uh, I mean, 
the more stuff like that will just get picked up by Earth's gravity and it will start to hit the atmosphere and it'll just burn up and you wouldn't even see it from the ground. And yeah. bits like that, technically speaking. It's if they start to get into somewhat of a, like, you want to push something just like at the right speed, at the right orbit, and then it becomes a bit of a problem if it becomes flying back around the other way. And of course, it's like, uh, it's not a case of if you push something, uh, at a certain, like, say you push something away, just like, that you might just sort of like high five someone, you know, just with the force of that. By the time it comes back round, it's going to have a hell of a lot more speed because it's been go orbiting around the Earth. And that gravity sort of propels it, so it becomes effectively more worse than a, bit, a speeding bullet, if you will. Uh, I mean, I think that was sort of like portrayed in the um, in the film Gravity with George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. Where... That is one of the best scientific uh, portrayals, actually. I have, uh, have read about that. Because uh, um, the, the, the premise is that uh, Russia is... I think it was Russia. Uh, Russia um, tried to blow up one of its own satellites or something, just to like to decommission it. Um, but they got the trajectory and everything wrong on the rocket. So when it uh, hit the satellite, um, when the when the satellite blew up instead of it all just coming down to Earth, it sent debris like flying all around uh, in Earth's orbit. And while Sandra Bullock and George Clooney are working on what they're working on, uh, they get the message in. You need to. I think they're on. I think they're on the ISS. And they get a message saying that you need to evacuate now. Get back down to Earth. Shit, shit's fucking happened. You need to get out of there now. And it's like all the debris has got that much velocity. It's flying around. And when it does reach the ISS, it's like. Someone's got like a minigun or something, and they're just like pepper spraying the fuck out of the ISS and just blowing it to bits because the debris is traveling that fast. Tiny, tiny little bits, you know, a bit like an extra strong mint, you know, like like the one that's half sucked that's lying on the desk there that you didn't finish off. Um, you know, like hundreds of like that all flying around at like the speed of a bullet and just totally shredding. The ISS. So, yeah, so that's like, Good. That's Good. like so yeah. that's like, like what, like what Kim was saying about uh, the speed of Kimbo. Kimbo, sorry. Fuck Sandra Bullock. What? Yeah, I'd do Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely do. Which was in Demolition Man. What? Oh, oh, aye. Right, right. Well. So, yeah, um, Craig, have you got any views on uh, the Hollow Moon Theory? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, Richie, do you believe it or not that the moon is hollow? Nah. Kimbo, do you believe it or not that the moon is hollow? What are you talking about? The moon is not hollow. Scientific uh, fact. What? Uh, I, I, this is a scientific fact, that's knowledge thing. I'm just going to fucking say Wow, you see, you're thinking scientists are always changing their minds about things. I mean, just look about how yeah, because gone scientific on. fact changes a little bit. You know, we used to think that the fucking Earth was the center of the solar system. We got that wrong. Sorry, I apologize. Fucking hell. You know, you think after hundreds of years later, someone would apologize? I didn't realize that. Oh, I'll have to go when I go to my next meeting of scientists. I'll basically say, guys, don't worry. I apologize for us thinking that the Earth was in the middle of the fucking solar system. And they'll yeah, be like, they... hey, no problem, Kimball. High five, high five. So thanks for that. That's actually a good thing. I know I'm saying, saying it in a condescending way, but actually, now that I think about it, it's quite good. 
I think it's about time someone apologised. Just in yeah. general. Just in general, aye. Not, yeah, not, not, about, general. not about signs changing all the time, just in general someone needs to fucking apologise. That's one thing we don't do here, really, is apologise. And I'm not going to apologise for that. Neither am I. No. Neither am I. I'm sorry, I'm just not going to apologise. Uh, the yeah, only thing no, I'm going to apologise yeah. for is the fact that that, no, I'm not even going to apologise for the fact that we're never going to apologise because this whole show. Right. Is about... That's the Truth vs. Corner! No, it's just us, believe it or not. Who's yeah. going next? Is it Craig or Kimbo? Or... Um, no, I'll go last. I want to go last. All right. If Craig? Craig, well, Craig's not ready, I'll go. Craig? Okay. Oh, right. Um. Oh, good evening. Like, I was going to say a moon joke, but you cut it off. Nah. And, you know, know, it's not enough. It's like, I was going to say, what do you call a clock? No, no, that one's wrong. How do you know a man on the moon is bald? He has no A. <laughs> and that's my bit for the week. Bye. Great, we're great, man. That was bad even by my standards. Uh, not what about I'll go next if you want. Cooper? Right. Are you ready? Yeah. Welcome, everyone, to the weekly bits on Craigie's Tits. Yay. This week's news. The news this week, guys, from Jara. Right. And Local man, Disco Dave, has went to a charity event this week. He went to a disco for the blind. He danced like nobody was watching him. <laughs> As Wilkinson should start its doors in its final time in Jara, we spoke to a local woman, Tim. She said she <laughs> had worked there for 105 years. And it's sad to see it close. It's not been the best of time for her, she said. She's just broke up with her husband. He was a Peter, but he's just brushing it off. Ah, nice. Ah. Oh, we think I got some breaking news, breaking news coming through. A man has been shot. Local man, gorgeous, gorgeous Ken. Give you a go for uh, Kim, Kim, can you give me information, please? More information. We are live here on the scene uh, where it is being confirmed that Gorgeous Ken has been shot. It was believed he was shot by a bunch of school children in a school bus that was driving near Merseyside. But we cannot confirm that nearly at this time. But it believed that Gorgeous Ken was at least winged by one of the bullets. The Prime Minister will make a statement later tonight. And as will the King, that is the state now. There has been a semi-state of emergency declared, and London is in lockdown after the shooting of Gorgeous Ken. Back to you, Craig. <laughs> Thank you, brother, Kim. Thank you. Now we need to find out who shot him. Right. Finally, in sports and weather, Jarrah Roofing Football Club has just realised they can't do actually roofs. And in, and in swing ball, swing ball champion Richie Lewis has came out of retirement to only have a boxer match with the one and only Pat Butcher. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to that hey. one, guys. Hey. That was absolutely oh, <laughs> 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 The weather has been shit this week, but don't worry, ladies. The sun's back out next week, so you can tuck your flaps in and get yourself down to Jarrah Beach. That is Craig's Week's 
Weekly bits on Craigie's tits. Anyways, back to the top fives this week. I think it's a good one for you, Richie. Yeah. Top top five foods. Oh. 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 Well, I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there. Chicken tikka masala. Oh. What a call, my guy, mate. I think I'm not much in Indians, me. Okay, so so the so the top English food has got to be chicken tikka masala. And no, it's not a kebab. I'm gonna say my but well, saying that though, is it was a kebab created for the English people though? Because oh, the chicken because the chicken tikka masala was specifically made for us. Well, no, mm. no, no, no. I think I believe the chicken tikka the claim of the tikka chicken tikka masala came from a Pakistan was it Bang I can't remember if it was Pakistani Scottish or, or Bangladeshi Scottish. But he I made a cut, supposedly a curry in Glasgow that had just extra cream because most people didn't like the extra spicy ones. So he made yeah. that one, and supposedly that's how that came about. I think he also lived in Peru at one point. Uh, interesting fact, because I was talking to him about one of my, when one of my fellow scientists uh, at one point about it. I do remember that, yeah. But, but no, what, what, I, I when you talk about the donor kebab, you might be thinking about. Uh, I believe it was one of the former kings of Sweden. I can picture his face right now. I think it was Charles, King Charles of Sweden, one of the best kings of Sweden ever in terms of just like, he was a brilliant military tactician. He was literally in enemy territory. He'd still win battles because the Swedish were just built like nails. They just couldn't be pushed over with their muskets uh, and all that. And anyway, he went, basically, instead of sort of going towards the coast where Sweden held territory in Northern Germany, he went, no, I'm going to go the other way and went to Turkey. Uh, where he ended up sort of being somewhat interned and there he actually developed a keen interest for sort of like these meaty sort of uh, sort of somewhat you know Kafka was sort of basically like uh, minced balls if you will oh but, uh, yeah yeah and, and basically that's what became sort of uh, the Swedish meatballs oh, right. because he developed an interest in that and he just kept eating all that he usually eat, ate that every day supposedly when he was there like uh or he ate it for a lot of the days when he was there, at least. Um, you know, bearing in mind history will sort of vary in terms of stories and exaggerations. You know, I, I prefer... Um, um, sorry, go on, go on. And I'll finish it off quickly. He basically went back to Sweden, and so he's like, yeah, guys, check this out, this is brilliant. And that's how became, that became a part of Swedish culture. So I know that's an actual historical fact that's scientifically true. Right. Uh, it's uh, funny because... Uh, a few weeks ago, someone I know in America it was like shared a picture that they'd taken in the su- supermarket. It was um, faggots and gravy, and they're like, "I have questions." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "I, how fucking long have I been spending trying to teach people, especially the Americans, that the word faggot is originally the name of a food, not a slander for gay people?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it can also uh, mean a bundle of sticks. Yes, I can't forget about that one. Yeah, there's two meanings to it, if you will. But it can, of course, be seen almost obviously as a slur. So we do apologise if people have seen that as a slur. Yeah, if uh, if anyone listening who actually is a Swedish meatball or identifies as one... Exactly, we're so sorry. Um, yeah. Personally, I prefer um, Korean meatballs, because then really all the dogs bollocks like... Oh... <laughs> oh... Uh, oh. That's scientifically true. Yeah, scientifically. Sorry, this is Craig's bit. Craig, where are you? <laughs> we just Ooh, took over. Okay, so well, okay, so that's that's three foods. Then we've got, uh-huh. we've got um, 
So, so we've got chicken tikka masala. I don't think we named one. It's a top five food, and we've done three so far. So there's uh, chicken tikka masala, faggots, and the dog's oh, bowl. There was doner kebab that was second. And then oh, I mentioned the Swedish meatballs, and now you've mentioned the... We'll call them pork faggots, okay? <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, I... um, Kimball chucked us in the um, latch there, and I couldn't, like, get um, pork there. Oh, Kim, 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 on! Oh, yeah, fucking... Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, okay. So, guys, mm. basically, he's he, you got the rice in, so... Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, Jarrah chips as well. They're good. Uh, how are you good... Just grab all good Jarrah. Paul's. Paul's fish and chips. Ah, it's all right, really. It's all right. I mean, I mean, Paul's, it's not too greasy. That's you know what I'm getting paid for this, right? Yeah. Fuck Paul's. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be having Paul's in a few hours. Fucking I'll, I'll probably have any Right, again, sorry, Craig. <laughs> you still there, Craig? Oh, sorry, I just had to climb out the back doors here because he's chucked us back to the latch. Aye. Anyways, um, my, my favourite food, the good old favourite one we used to cook is, was um, shit and sugar. Oh. <laughs> A Jawa classic, yeah. Aye. Uh, and council pop as well. Yeah, well oh, aye, council pop. Council pop. Anyways, was that a top five, guys? Uh, top five? Yeah, so anyways, yours, that was a top five, yeah. The competition last week, the winner of pronounces Walls Balls he, for the song, and he correctly guessed Chaz and Dave Rabbit. You get it now. So the song for this week will be goes a bit like this. And it's from the 80s. Yeah. And that's all the clue I'm giving you. Wow, I didn't get any of that. <laughs> I, yeah. So anyways, that. I'll see it again. Okay. If you didn't get it, I'll see it again. So if you want to email fire and flame yeah. at gmail.com and try to guess for next week. Have you not made it yet? No, but I should. <laughs> well, in the meantime, then there is the there is curious.podcasts at gmail.com if you don't get an answer at fireandflame.com. <laughs> and that is the end of the weekly bits on Craigie's tits. That was good, yeah. That was good. Wait, Kimbo? Is it you or me or what? Uh, oh yeah, you've got a tea, okay. Um, I, I don't know. Because um, Kimbo, didn't you say you wanted to go last? Yeah, I'll go last. Oh wait, we're in that case. Cue the music! Nice. Hello, welcome to Richie's Corner. This week is sponsored by Sandy Sandwiches. If you've ever had a Sandy Sandwich, you know. Mm -mm. Well, I used to be a sandblaster, so all my sandwiches were Sandy. Um, oh. No, they really were. <laughs> right, so we've got a family from Mick. Congratulations on the, on the wedding. When was this? 
Uh, what the fuck's it gonna do with you, Mick? Cheeky bastard. Uh, Shelly? Ritzy? Did not get- alright. Oh, Ritzy did not get it wrong about the Power Rangers, as Drew said last week, that Ritzy made a mistake about who played it. Ritchie did not state that Jason Scott Lee played him. He asked if he played him. So, how about that, Drew? You prick. Wow. You got the name. You got the name wrong, and that's all that matters. Well, not really, because I only asked a question. So, so you that you, Shelley? You yeah, you're right. Drew is a prick. Yeah, scientific fact. How can you be wrong by asking a question? Because this is Jarrod. Fuck off. Right. Um, got one here from Charlotte. How is married life treating you, and what's her name? He knows he bastards, isn't he? I don't assume you married a woman. Well, fortunately, I did. Um, married life is challenging, I must admit. Um, and her name is Beatrice. Um, so yeah. Um, Roy. I thought I saw Drew the other day in the supermarket, but as I got closer, it was a coconut. In fact, it was an old cardboard cutout of a castaway. <laughs> Oh, it. <laughs> Wilson! Wilson! Yeah, happens all the time. Um, Mark? Richie, I will fight you. Yeah, I'm bringing on. Um, a really important man? Has Drew got any advice on meetings? Because I struggle setting meetings up, and I've heard that Drew is really good at setting meetings up. Well, you see, the key is to, to being able to set up a meeting. The key is don't ask Richie to do it for you. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I have to break news again. I have to go back to Kimball Yard. Yeah, more breaking news. I'm going to Ken. Oh no. What? What? Oh no. Well done. Uh, um, no, not me. You went Ken. Went Ken. All right. Okay. Yes, yes, I'm live here. Yes, I'm live here on the scene with some more news. Prime Minister is made, just made a short statement regarding Gorgeous Ken. He says Gorgeous Ken is in a stable condition and he should be fine for the foreseeable future uh, as long as no one goes near him. But just remember, the King will make a statement later tonight regarding the future updates in regards to Gorgeous Ken. We'll hand it over back to you. Uh, I don't know. But anyone back in the studio, it's just it's kind of pandemonium out here. It's out of chaos. Out of chaos. But Gorgeous Ken's okay. Thanks on everything. Back to you, Richie. Great, thank you for that. Right, um, we've got a one here from Guinea Baz. Ah. Ah, oh, I ah. Skinny Baz, you speak yeah, I, uh, lose weight. Yeah, sure. Wait, yeah, I took your advice oh, on clocks and burnt mine in the town centre. I got arrested and then, and I am currently serving time. Well, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Uh, P.S. I was naked. Oh. Um, got me here from Naked Charles. Wow, is it me or is it getting cold? Getting a little bit cold, yeah. Um, Boris has, has wrote in. Yeah. And it just says, I have a sausage stuck in my arse. Right. Um,. Okay, so Anita's wrote in. Um, how many times have you been married? 
Um, I would have been married to once, but um, we, my wife Beatrice has been married uh, four times. Um, it wasn't me. No. Um, but I mean, she is considerably older than us. Um, but uh, but anyway, but uh, anyways, I'm going on my honeymoon this week because I didn't have time because of the show and stuff. All right. So if there's one, I can let you know what the what the honeymoon's like. Um. I think the listeners would um, appreciate hearing about the honeymoon. Yeah, yeah, so, but, um, we've got one here from Perry the Parrot. My owner is a fat arsehole. Your show is shit. And Drew, why don't you sit on a pineapple sideways? Richie, congratulations on the wedding. Um, right, and we've got a, right. Sorry, I only read the sign afterwards. It was just above your head. Oh, right. right. Yeah, no. Right. I didn't so, realize that was the applause moment. I thought, I thought it was just a sign for show. Sorry. Oh, God. So, this section is called Master Bait. Um, Yay! And today we're going to be discussing gravity. Now, as you well know, that Isaac Newton, um, between the years of 1665 and 66, yeah, he came up with the theory of gravity. Well, not a theory, but he discovered the... Well, an apple dumped on his head. Ah, you fucking hell out here. So, people before then actually used to float until they I'm discovered gravity. That. No. Um, so that's why shoes weren't really a thing up until, like, the late 1660s. Because people never needed them because they used to just hover. Right. And float and stuff. And, um... So, if we, so what you're saying is that if we get rid of gravity, we don't have to wear shoes anymore? Well... If you wait, because people used to use anchors and stuff. Uh, people really didn't live in houses; they just used to anchor themselves up and just like hover, you know, like balloons. Aye. Um But the question is, is um, is do we need gravity? Um, and just before we debate this, I want to let you know about the trials that are happening in Sweden, okay. where they've actually banned gravity, um, and people are just up in arms and just floating everywhere and you know everyone's up at height and um you know interesting seems... interesting fact i'm sorry to interrupt uh, Richie, no, no, to, uh, uh, richie's corner but scientifically speaking the swedes are miles ahead in terms of science and the way they think about science the way oh, we yeah. know that the way we yeah. know that is because they do crazy experiments like this um you know that's why they have the nobel peace prize and all the prizes the nobel prizes they get to host it so, those guys. Didn't yeah. Sweden recently ban clocks as well? There's all, there's always some kind of trial in Sweden. Sweden yeah. is the uh, is the leader of world's um. Sorry. Yeah, that's the one. Um. Yeah, do we need gravity? Personally, I don't think we do. Nah, it, it just complicates things. Because you know, first all the thought of gravity was particles. Now they're saying gravity is a wave and. It's just, uh, scientists, man, they just can't make their minds up about anything, so let's just get rid of it and then scientists don't have to worry about it. Well, I, well what I suggest is that we'll get rid of it for a week and see how we do. And then... See, I find, I find it very disappointing. It always brings us down. Yeah, 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 it, does, yeah. it does actually. Yeah. yeah, I always feel sort of weird down. Uh, yeah, we, we need to sort of lighten the mood. I uh, like, if it wasn't there, it'd be very uplifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, 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 
Why are you talking such bad things about gravity? Hey, how about you come over to Kimball's Serving Hatch? That. Sorry, Drew, forward on the mic. Um, yeah? Kim, let's go to yours because it fucking stinks over here. Oh no, um, I'm closing the hatch, yeah. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> right. Um. So, yeah. Conclusion I don't think we need gravity. Uh, and I think I'm going to call that a day on Richie's Corner. Um. And let's head over to Kim's, Kimbo's. Seven hatch. Seven hatch or hole in the wall or. Uh, kill the other music. <laughs> Hey, oi, can you open the fucking, hey, oi, open the fucking hey, where is it, close the door. Hey, hello, yes, you actually need to open the hatch, don't play the fucking sound effects, scientific fact, uh, number one, there, um, yeah, okay, so I got a lot of hate mail, turns out I've already been cancelled, oh, uh, during this, uh, and my producer for why are you talking? My my producer is talking my ear, saying that there might be breaking news coming in. So I've oh, got yeah. to just mention that for some reason. Oh, Kenzo! Anyway, right? welcome to the serving hatch. For seemingly science is piss water. Go fuck it's yourself. Breaking news! Breaking news! Can you give me more information, please? Well, uh, yes, I do have more information. The king has brought forward his statement. And he is making the. He's just saying now that he's believed it is Margaret, Ch Margaret, Margaret Cho, Mar Margaret Chair, Margaret Chair is oh, a person no. who is believed to have shot. She hijacked a bus full of school kids and uh, tried to attempt an assassination attempt on. Yes, right, okay, yes. The king has basically declared her. As soon as people see her, she is to be killed on sight. That is no capture. Kill on sight. For Margaret Chair, from where the fuck is that? Uh, right, she is from the northeast, and uh, basically, any basically, it is shoot on sight. And the king says he's given the prime minister the permission for all citizens to do that. So it is the duty. The king is saying now it is the duty of all citizens to hunt down Margaret Chair. But we'll, we'll hand that back to you, so you can uh, you might get more messages in the future about that. Ah, Margaret Chair is at large. Indeed. It's probably a good job that the king's like asking the the, the populace to shoot Margaret Chair on site, given the police are currently handing all the guns back in. Anyways, then back to Kim. Thank you. What? What? No, yeah. back to Lefty. What? Oh, no, 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 back to me. No, back to Kimbo. Back to Kimbo. What? What? Hey, what? Okay, right, okay. What's happening? Oh, God. Right, scientific fact. This is bullshit. Right, okay. So I've got some, uh, I've got some interesting fan mail already. Uh, it's basically, obviously, a lot of it is hate from last week after we decided to start talking about things we shouldn't have been talking about. So <laughs> I'll ignore, try and ignore a lot of that hate because, hell, there's like thousands of letters like that. Thanks for cancelling GBU News. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, let's have a look. So Cindy writes, why are you so drunk? 
when you are doing this. Well, you heard the first uh, how long? 52 minutes, you'd understand, Cindy. Uh, second one is from uh, David Crawford. He says, go kill yourself, you rapist. Yeah, yeah, some of them do get through. Uh, the other one is from Dan Wooten. Go fuck yourself, you piece of shit, you rapist bath. Yeah, see, like I say, some of them get through. Um, oh, here's actually one that's different. Uh, guys, did you know that lemons have a pH level of your rapist? You su yeah, okay, right. Uh, do you know what? We're not going to do the. We're not going to do the fan mail thing anymore. Uh, so how about we do some scientific facts? Facts. 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 Fuck off. Right. So you know how you guys were talking about the Death Star earlier? Yes. Yeah. Scientific fact. Pac-Man ate the Death Star. How what? do I know that? Well, actually, basically, we're talking about one of Saturn's moons called Mimas. Mimas is a, a moon that was first pictured by Cassini in 2010. And what is so interesting about it is that basically it looks like the, you know how the moon's got the massive crater on its south side that you can see yeah. on a really clear day? It, that's basically got it, but instead of, it looks like it's in the Death Star position. Right. So it is absolutely, like, it's so, it's so crazy because we only discovered this in 2010 rather than, well, not, not sure if it was 2010 or maybe telescopes might have seen it just beforehand, but it was only, it's like, discovered after Star Wars. So that's sort of what makes it so... Uh, funny the moon actually has an interesting presence around saturn because it's created one of the largest gaps in the rings uh due to its orbital resonance destabilizing the particles uh orbit there so that's just an interesting right. never interesting uh little fact uh i do have other interesting facts uh scientific facts to be precise um about the bosnian pyramids they're in Bosnia. But, uh, yeah, okay. Oh, what, oh, I'm sorry. My producer's telling me Drew wasn't prepared, so I can't actually talk about that again. Um, I can't talk about Pac-Man. Well, um, did you know that hydrogen atoms are exist? What do you say? Hydrogen? Hydrogen, yeah. You know hydrogen atoms exist? I, I did not. Did you know hydrogen anti-hydrogen exists? No, no, I did not. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, is, it, is, is this uh, CERN up to its tricks again? No, this is CERN fucking doing scientific shit, you fucking idiot. God, seriously. I'm just saying, right, okay. Basically, I gave him this agent a chance. He said he'd been chucked off a podcast that was about scientific cracks, and he's like, oh, look, I've got this amazing... And I was like, okay, I'll give you the opportunity. You can have a chance to manage me. Fair enough. Just find me, a scientist, a good podcast to be on. And he said, I know just the podcast you should be on. And so here I am. But yeah, maybe I need to fire that manager. Yeah. I used to get guest stars for this podcast and was absolutely useless at it. Oh, my God. What the call? Uh, I think it's Cindy Lopper. Oh, my God. The Caroms, the Commodore. Sorry, that's deep rooted. Sorry, I've had a very tough week. <laughs> anyway, you know what matters? Most? Any matter. No, I was going to say something like, like you know, what matters most is you, you know, because you're, I was going to do an anti-suicide message, but okay, fuck that. Let's talk about anti-matter then. Anyway, did you know that most anti-matter only frequently exists in the universe for a fraction of a second? The what? 
Well, I know, I know the I know the antimatter created by CERN's experiments that only last for like a fraction of a second. Yeah, because that's how cool. that's how most antimatter is anyway. Anyway, if we were to talk about what actually antimatter is, we've got to start with the fact that everything is made from atoms. And the most simplest atom is, hey, remember our good old friend we talked about earlier called hydrogen? Yes. I was supposed to put it like, hell yeah, but fair enough. Fuck hydrogen. Nah, fucking <laughs> hydrogen's dead. It killed itself. You happy now? What happened? Did it mean it's... Uh, anyway, the sun is mostly made from hydrogen. So it's okay, folks. Even if one hydrogen atom kills itself, there's loads more. But that's not the message you take away from that. I'm just, I, I, that's, that's mixed messaging. <laughs> Ignore that. That's not scientific fact. It's basically, the hydrogen atom is usually made up of basically a one proton and two electrons. Now, if you want the second, nitrogen, it's made up of two electrons and one proton. But if we're talking about the anti-hydrogen atom, dun, 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 it's made up of what's called the anti-proton, which is in the center. It's just like the proton, but it's negatively charged. There's then the elect, there's then the pre pistron. Damn it, did we let the French name that one? <laughs> the, right, anyway, pistron is basically what the electron is. If you add a second one, you get anti nitrogen. That's basically the way I can sort of most explain it to most uh, simpletons or people from Shara, as it says here in my notes. Anyway. They've created a basic field at somewhat different scientific theories, not just at CERN, but other places across the world, such as in America and China and insert country later on. The antiparticles themselves are usually combined with antiatoms, and there they're trapped in a magnetic field. A magnetic field will then get turned off, and as the particles get released, the antiatoms themselves will fall downwards. Now, some theorists believe that the antimatter might actually fall up. Although most, notably Albert Einstein, in his general theory of relativity more than a hundred years ago said that it should just behave like matter and fall downwards to the effects of gravity. Well, those scientists at CERN, Drew, the ones you masturbate all the time over, you cheeky little bastard, you, <laughs> have now confirmed that with the greatest degree of certainty yet, that it was Einstein who was right. <laughs> Einstein was right. Not right wing, just correct. Einstein was correct. Anyway, antimatter doesn't fall up, but it doesn't mean actually that it falls down. It doesn't fall down at the same rate of matter. That's the big step that has been proved so far. Einstein is correct, and his general relatively general theory. <sighs> Einstein was correct. The end. And he hasn't been proven wrong so far. Um, I haven't got any extra scientific facts. Well, I could Let's just give those serving hot. Hold on, hold on. I've got outro music. Hold on. I was told my man. Hold on. Hold on. Right. Okay. Yeah, because this was the last piece of fan mail that says this one's not actual hate mail. It's basically written in by my a guy called Hey. My name is Felon, and I've got oh. a budding saxophone career. And basically, I would like love it if you use my music as intro or outro. It's me and my friend Bobby. He Bobby is playing the keyboards. So this is his. I don't know if you can hear this, but. That's that fell on in his saxophone solo. Uh, it might be too loud, but uh, we'll get we'll get Drew to add that in later because yeah. Felon seems like a nice guy. Yeah, no problem. Take it easy, Felon. Uh, and yeah, that's my serving hatch. Um, need more rice in. Fuck the pasta. And can I get more gin? Why am I on a conspiracy theory show? <laughs> <laughs>
you know, I think that <laughs> like Kim puts her up there, but we somehow drag everything down. Isn't that how it's supposed to be? Yeah, but it's that like anti matter. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> you talk relative shit. I talk absolute shit. Craig's about the same level as me. And then Kim's just like that was like a lecture at a university. That was like what, that was what's what's interesting. How would you know that? What's interesting is that scientists did say that when the universe began, there should be an equal amount of matter and antimatter through scientific theories. I've heard this, yes. Yeah. And basically, as such, you know, it makes sense that I provide an antimatter to your matter, if that makes sense. But Would I don't you... need to turn around and talk about the business of uh, pyramids about it. I don't know. All oh, right. That's smudge. Sorry. <laughs> The best matter all of all is it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny actually because uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, give the music. Hello, welcome back. And uh, I would just like to say before anyone else does, Def Leppard. All oh, right, we're doing the band of the week, are we? Yeah, and I've already got mine in. Sorry, sorry, guys, I have to bring up here. I've just received a letter here from Margaret Chay. You will never catch me. I am 286 years old now. All I demand is Billy Bonds to be free from prison. I've got a hostage here, Karaoke Keith. If you don't do it by next week, I will strangle Keith with his mic. P-R-T-Y, because I wanna. <laughs> well, well, we'll get back in next week, Margaret. Done, done. Done! Kill Karaoke Keith is a knob anyway. Um, yeah, that's not Billy Barnes, or I think there's some kind of body and Clyde shit going on there. I wasn't something about Billy got hit by an asteroid in the head or something. He's been no, no, because Billy's in jail. I but wasn't he in jail and the asteroid hit the jail? No, no, I think you're making that bit up. <laughs> You got hit in the head while in jail. Nah, nah, can't remember that. Like. Well, it's well, rumored that he has got amnesia, though, so that should be fun. Or amnesia. Am scientific no fact: uh, amnesia Ambrosia. is scientifically called amnesia. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, Depp let mad. Um, Deep Purple. Alan Shea. Alan Dan. The Doors, Dan Arbon, Dan Duran, Dan Duran, Dan Colbert, Dan Hill, Dan Reed, Dan Reed Network, Dana, Dana Lloyd, Dan Warhol, David, comma Craig, David Craig, ah David Craig, David Bowie, David and David. How can you not remember David? Dave Matthews Band, Dead Alive, David at Bowie and Mick Jagger. D. Martin. Dave Stewart. Mm. Dennis Allen. Ball. David Byrne. David Bowie. Juice. David Dundas. David Guetta. David Diana Ross. Diane Ross and Supremes. Diana Figures. Diane Deary. Dick Deal. Dick Al. Dick Shaw. Dick Van Dyke. Dicky Lake. Dicky Jones. Diddy. Death Kennedy's, Death Pedestrians. Uh, Straits, Dirty Heads, Disclosure, Disney, Dispatch, Distractions, 
Debbie that Reynolds. Point. And I think that's all for me. Damien Marley. Default. Deftones. Damien Rice. But as you got the right Deliphonics, Delilah, Del Reese, Dells, Delphic, Del Ta. Daniel Pounder, Daniel Mayweather, uh, Daniel May, Danny uh, Brown, Davy Jones, Danzig, Dar Williams, Darius Dinesh. You know what he's doing? You always have to spoil it, don't you? It does, isn't yeah. he? Why does he do that? I don't know whether they're serving ads because he's talking to us all the time. The fucking time. I'm going to throw my ball at Bastard. That bastard. I'm going to fucking kill you. Fuck you, Drew. You're a terrible person. I hope you die. Hope Richie stabs you right now at this very fucking Podcast.